Hello and welcome to my very first podcast called Health in Focus with Jacobus. I am Jacobus Hollowine. This has been a pretty long time coming, actually since September of 2019. I have worked in health food stores for 30 years with a focus on nutritional supplements, listening to customers, understanding their pain, their worry, their frustration, and their wish for feeling better has been a big motivation for me to do what I do, which is explaining what they need to know. Very often it does not involve selling a supplement, but it focuses more on explaining often complex issues they ask about. And for 19 years, I used to host a local weekly three-hour talk radio show about health, healing, and healthy lifestyles. This was from July of 2000 until September of 2019. The purpose was to focus on information, education, and even some entertainment. It was not about diagnosing, treating, or curing. The program was called Gesundheit with Jacobus. Coming to the United States, I often heard people use the word Gesundheit. So I figured that using that word for a radio show about health would be an excellent match. I was born in the southeastern part of the Netherlands and lived about 10 minutes from the German border. The German word Gesundheit is very similar to the Dutch word Gesundheit. Its literal translation is health or good health. In English, it's obviously used primarily to wish someone well after they sneeze. However, where I come from, the actual meaning is health. After 914 live shows, it came to an end on 914 of 2019. An unknown rule about ownership of the intellectual property of the program's content between the radio station and myself was the trigger. I just love doing Gesundheit with Jacobus and I've missed it since. Otherwise, the relationship between myself and the station management is still fine. Back in 2000... The show was about interviewing experts in the field, medical doctors, naturopaths, counselors, homeopathic experts, medical intuitive practitioners, PhDs, nurses, and chiropractors. We discussed different flower therapies, essential oils, hormone disruptors, menopause, the medical establishment, environmental toxins, side effects of prescription drugs, vaccines, diets, prostate health, acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine, mental health, addictions, pain management, diabetes, sleep disorders, even genetic research. Then all of a sudden, I had a cancellation at the last moment and I couldn't find another guest. My wife encouraged me to just go on the air and talk like I always do when talking with random people. So I called it Open Lines. I picked some topics the evening before the show and went all over the place the next day. I actually had so much fun, I decided to make it a regular occurrence. I have done shows on prayer, working out, fat loss and muscle building, education, child abuse, depression and suicide, sexual harassment, endocrine system disorders, astrology, colonics, fasting, fecal matter transplants, and so much more. I'm not sharing this with you because I want to impress you. But you can discuss a lot of great topics in 900-plus, three-hour shows. And it's really more that my overall interest in health runs pretty wide. Ever since I was a teenager, I've wanted to become a journalist. Writing health articles and doing interviews on the radio got me a lot closer to that desired work. Since my wife and I were young, 19 or 20 years old, we got interested in health. We were studying, finished high school, went on to university, and 
she actually ran into a lady who was a vegetarian. And they connected personally, and so we had dinner one night with them, and they showed us on vegetarian diet. And we said, wow, this is really interesting. It was much better than what I was eating at the time. I, I was raised good, but, you know, you go a student, and then you start eating a little bit different, and your budget is different too. So we both got interested in it, and we kept great contact with these friends. And after about a year, they invited us over, and they said, um, we're going to try something different. Oh, what is that? And we sat down and we had some chopsticks and there was some black curly stuff on the plate and there was some pumpkin I recognized and the rice was kind of on the brown side. I didn't know what it was and there was some soup. They said it was miso soup. So before we knew it, we were eating and it was just really, really, really good. And they said, well, we just moved into macrobiotics. So we thought, well, that's cool. If that's macrobiotics, that's what we want to do. And so we enjoyed the meal, had a wonderful time, went home and decided to start eating macrobiotic from that time. And uh, one of the premises was eat what grows in your climate or what can grow in your climate. The other thing was drink your food and eat your drinks. So drink your food meant you eat with chopsticks so you don't get too big a bite. And then when the food is in... In your mouth, you just chew it, chew, 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 about 80 times before you swallow it. And then when you drink something, we didn't drink more than eight or 10 ounces a day, believe it or not. And we just had to swish that liquid in our mouth and then swallow it. We did that for about a year and a half. And we kind of went on a spiritual quest and went more into the raw diet and sprouting and cleansing and fasting and colonics and all that good stuff. So we were pretty busy with focusing on food, focusing on healthy lifestyles. You're young, you can handle all that. And we actually did feel wonderful. I even athletically, I was able to do things that I had not done before when I was a younger teenager. But having children, we got married, we had children, and they go to school, and all of a sudden the diets are changing. There's pizza night and there's taco night, and there are fundraisers. And so you do that with the children, and there's traveling sports, and you take them on the road, and you know you eat what the other parents are eating with their children. And so the diet kind of went out the window. All those diets kind of went out the window. But slowly but surely, I started getting interested again once I went into natural food retail and started eating healthier again and got interested again in different diets, such as the blood type diet, or you have the paleo diet, and you learn. You, you, you talk to customers and you learn. So being involved on a radio show and talking to different experts about what they have experienced just opened my mind to learning, wanting to learn and not judge other people for what they're doing or not doing. That is... Kind of the story, and, you know, now we're older, and you feel good, and there's things you do to improve in your diet and exercise, etc. And one thing I learned is there are so many healing modalities, and they have wonderful people who are passionate to share what they have learned and what they're working towards. My intent is to learn, to be inspired by knowledge, figuring out what pieces of the puzzle I'm receiving— and how I can then translate that to other people who I'm trying to help. The information is out there and has been for a long time. 
with today's technology and social forms, it becomes much easier to tap into this extensive library of medical and healing knowledge and to start improving one's health right away. To listen to experts talk about anxiety, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorders, autism, addictions, sleep problems, digestive issues, arthritis, cancer, menopause, PMS, autoimmunity, vision problems, and stresses of different kinds, you start to realize that recognizing symptoms and trying to treat them does not do justice to most individuals. So many examples can and will be shared about that during these podcast episodes. Obviously, our body is amazing. And in all its miraculous detail, our body is trying to tell us something by giving us symptoms. These are often confused for some devastating disorders by giving them names of diseases. And we know there are many of those. Just start reading the, the Merck manual or books such as Prescription for Nutritional Healing by Phyllis Balsh. It is both impressive and mind-blowing how many diseases there are. Being able to create names for these diseases has helped in medical communication. Doctors all over the world can now communicate and share information about patients and research. But now comes an important part. Do you have the feeling that you are the disease? Do you identify with your disease? Or do you feel that it is a bump in the road, a sign of your body telling you, hey, Stop what you're doing. Perhaps take a few steps back and try to understand what your body is telling you. Sometimes it feels like you've been hit by a 2x4. Other times you have lingering pain, fatigue, stiffness, or chest pain. Our physical body is a pretty compressed space to hold bones, muscles, ligaments, and tendons, as well as all the blood, our organs, and glandular system. Then you add to that our mental and emotional bodies and our spirit, and you can have one complex and moving unit where actually a lot can go wrong. On top of that, our spirit, our mental body, and our emotions can all become under so much pressure that in order to let off steam, we start experiencing unpleasant symptoms in our actual physical body. But often, because we don't understand what's happening all of a sudden, we look elsewhere for answers. Now we end up going to a physician who has learned the disease verbiage and language, and therefore you will now receive a diagnosis. Next thing you know, you walk out of the office with some type of drug, a prescription drug, which may work for you, or it may work temporarily and you'll go back for more, or you may experience unpleasant side effects. I'm sure you have experienced it and you have heard the stories before. What I focused on during my 19-year-long radio show was discovering and sharing with listeners insights into the body, mind, and spirit, bringing to light pieces of that complex puzzle we call life of a human being, and then connecting these pieces so one could start to see the beauty of how we are put together and how we are supposed to function. I often notice when discussing health with people, there are issues that in my opinion are not properly diagnosed. Not that I will diagnose them, but based on information I've gathered over the decades, allopathic doctors and even many naturopathic physicians 
do not integrate enough of new discoveries that keep being published. One of the big issues is blood tests, where reference ranges are too broad, too low, or too high. It is an interesting topic I'd like to bring up in the near future. It will be mind-blowing and frustrating, because you'll start to realize why many people walk around in misery while being underdiagnosed or overprescribed. Sadly, money is a big player in all this. I am all for free market economy. However, ever since the beginning of modern Western medicine over 110 years ago, there has been a clear but mostly secret agenda about the partnership between pharmaceutical companies, politicians, doctors, and the insurance industries. They scratch each other's back and keep it airtight. There is almost no allowance for alternative treatments or dietary supplements to be integrated into the modern healing modalities. And unless you have a health savings account, an HSA, where you can pay for alternative treatment options and make them tax-deductible, you are not allowed to run such treatments by your insurance. Many efforts have been taken for more than two decades. The Senators Durbin and Feinstein have tried all kinds of stuff to slip into bills and amendments, etc., try to have the government and the FDA control all supplements. Just because doctors have not been educated about supplements doesn't mean there should be a problem taking them. Oh boy, this would be another great topic of discussion here. The whole two-year COVID deal has not been helpful. In spite of the slogan to follow the science, very reputable doctors with international credentials were pushed aside. Their careers often sidelined or destroyed. Just because they would express that the government narrative was wrong, their stories didn't add up, and their suggested solutions had the potential of hurting many, many people. And here we are two years later. Look at the devastating news we are hearing from people with long-term effects after becoming vaccinated. And what long-term health issues will these decisions have on this and the next generations? Stay tuned. I notice that people crave answers, or perhaps they crave understanding about things they don't know. There are not many people who go through life unscathed. For most, when ailments show up, there is this need for a quick answer and, at times, the desire for an understanding of the who, what, when, where, and how. My hope is that with these Health in Focus podcasts, you will get a better grip on health-related topics. I also would like to give you hope that there is almost always something that can be done to improve your health. At times, it will be a switch that goes on and that makes you see. Other times, it may take effort on your part. But hopefully, with some guidance, you'll get your life and your health back in order. Like I said earlier, I am more of a journalist not a board-certified physician. I enjoy sharing information with you about health, healing, and healthy lifestyles. There will be wonderful experts helping to fill these podcasts. Others I will present by myself based on research I'm doing and on topics I enjoy sharing. I invite you to sign up on my website, healthinfocusnow.com, to receive updates about new episodes and articles. And also, please click down below the follow button on this podcast to always stay up to date. I appreciate the time you spent with me. I wish you well, and also the people who are close to you. You deserve to live the best and healthiest life. Thank you very much.